Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, uh, November the 30th, the first week of Advent. Uh, so um, we are right here, the first, the middle of the first week of Advent, and we are continuing our daily uh, readings um, for this Advent season. And we're using as a guide, we were just talking about it on the live, uh, on the live uh, feed, uh, the book. It's uh, by N.T. Wright entitled an advent or just advent for everyone based on the gospel of luke and if you're live this is what it looks like um yeah it's got like a, a little little plant of some kind oh maybe in the snow on the front and um i don't know what those colors are kind of a mauve and uh and tan but uh an uh, advent for everyone and so, yeah, so if you want to grab it, you can still pick it up. I think you'd still get plenty of use out of it before Christmas is here because it does arrive fairly quickly. I got mine within just a few days of ordering it. So if you ordered it today, you'd probably have it by this weekend or at least by Monday. All right. So we, uh, as I said, are on a Wednesday of Advent week. Hope you guys are all doing well. Thanks for being on. Good morning, everyone. Um. Hope your Advent season is off to a good start. Um, I, I am uh, plugging shamelessly because I'm very proud of these guys. Uh, the song that is was released last week uh, by Travis Bray and was produced by Leo Flores entitled Gloria. And you can find it anywhere you uh, download music. It's what's playing in the background right now. And uh, so if you just look for Travis's name, you can find it pretty easily. Uh, so if you go to Spotify or Apple Music or wherever and just um, search for Bray, B-R-A-Y, Travis, Travis Bray, and uh, download or stream the song Gloria. It's a beautiful song. They did a really, really good job on it. And uh, all of the proceeds from the streaming uh, go to uh, further the kingdom. It uh, goes to community church multipliers to continue planting churches and helping uh, church starts get going. Uh, to uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for your support of that. I saw we were talking about it earlier. Many of you've already started streaming it and adding it to your playlist, and uh, you love the song like I do. It really is, you know. I would I would be too. I'd be straight with you if it was not a good song, <laughs> but it's it really is. It's catchy. You find yourself singing it all the time. I do. So very very good. And uh, it just is, it's filled with all the great theology, not all of it, but a lot of great theology for the season. So, yeah. Well, all right, let's do it, y'all. Um, Wednesday, week one, let's read uh, and see what uh, the Lord says to us today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Miss Simmons. Welcome, Jeff. Deborah. good morning. Well, what happened? 
Um, the feed stopped. That's weird. Ruh -roh. Not sure what happened here. I don't know if we had a power surge or what, but I don't see anything. Hmm. Let's see. I don't even know if we're still live or not. <laughs> wow. Bummer. That was unfortunate uh, to happen right now. Was lame. I can't tell if we're live or not. I don't. I have a feeling we're off. All right, I'm gonna have to re reload this. Try this again. I don't know why it stopped. It just stopped. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. All right, guys. Sorry about that. All right, we're going to try this again, y'all. Sorry. I uh, hope you, you found us uh, able to get get back on. I'm not sure what happened there. That was very weird. It just stopped, just froze everything. So um, I know that's uh, – I'll give everybody a, a minute to jump back on, and I'll share it real quick on my page again. Good morning, everybody. Are we on? Can't really tell. There we go. All right. I think we're up and running again here. Sorry, everybody. That was uh, just a uh, glitch. Just froze up, man. That was weird. All right. You, those of you guys on the podcast, you're like, wondering, like what is going on? Well, the live, the, the live feed on the, uh, on the stream just dropped off. So, yeah. So we uh not really sure what happened there. But we're back up and running now. So we're going to uh, jump into, yeah, jump into um, the reading. Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday reading of um, Advent Week 1. The Beatitudes, Luke 6, 12 through 27. Here we go. It happened around that time that Jesus went up into the mountain to pray. Into the, yeah. And he spent all night in prayer to God. When day came, he called his disciples and chose 12 of them, calling them apostles or sent ones what apostles means it means sent ones simon whom he called peter and andrew his brother and james and john and philip and barth or bartholomew matthew thomas james son of alphaeus simon who was called the hothead 
<laughs> says a lot about him right there, right? Simon the Hothead. There's Simon who was Peter, but there's also another Simon called the Hothead. Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who turned traitor. Mm. Have you ever noticed, like, in the disciples how many repeated names there are? There's a couple of Jameses. There's a couple of Simons. There's a couple of Judases. Yeah. Verse 17. He went down with them and took up a position on a level plain where there was a large crowd of his followers with a huge company of people from all Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. They came to hear him and be cured from their diseases. All right. So they heard he could work miracles. They heard he, uh, he could do amazing things. And so they're coming. The crowds are gathering to hear Jesus speak. Uh, some of them wanted to be healed. Some just need, need, they needed something. You know, that's, that's still the case. I mean, some people come to, you know, worship Jesus. Some come because they're curious about Jesus. And some just need something from Jesus. And, um, you know, at different times, I think we're all kind of in uh, those camps, right? Yeah. Um, those who were troubled by unclean spirits were healed. They were healed. And the whole crowd tried to touch him because power was going out from him and healing everybody. <laughs> The way it's written, like healing's just flying out everywhere, right? Got healing flying out, healing everybody. I mean, Jesus is just, he's on a healing mission. Now, we know that Jesus didn't heal just to put on a show. He healed to point to the kingdom. He healed people uh, as evidence that the kingdom of God was breaking in, that the presence of God, the, the activity of God, the culmination, the the uh, uh, the culmination of the kingdom was at hand. He lifted up his eyes and looked at his disciples and said, "Blessed blessings on the poor. God's kingdom belongs to you. Blessings on those who are hungry today. You'll have a feast. Blessing on those who weep today. You'll be laughing." You know that the uh, the healings really uh, and the miracles that Jesus did really pointed the way to this, right? The announcement of the kingdom, which is the, what the bad the attitudes are. Um, that the uh, they were the attention getters, uh, the signs that pointed to the reality, which was the kingdom, the announcement uh, of the kingdom. The kingdom of God was at hand. Because with Jesus' arrival, with Jesus' coming, with Jesus' advent, if you will, the arrival in fullness of the kingdom had come. And so the miracles accompanied that arrival. Of course it would. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it just logically, of course mir the miraculous signs and wonders would accompany the advent of the of God, 
when God places foot on this planet, planet, how many of you know stuff gonna break out? Healing, signs and wonders, miraculous things in the heavens. People are gonna get healed. There are gonna be miraculous things that happen. And that's exactly the case. And but all of those miraculous signs and wonders, they were not the thing. That's not what everyone was waiting for. Hey, we can't wait to see all the signs. No, we're waiting to see the arrival of the kingdom. And what does that mean? It means the arrival of the king. And when the arrival of the king comes, not only are all these miraculous things going to happen in, in the heavens and, and healings and delivering from uh, deliverance from e unclean spirits, but the king has an announcement, has a proclamation has some good news he's there to bring, and uh, not the least of which was the uh, kingdom manifesto that we call the Beatitudes. And here they are, blessing are the poor, blessing are those who are hungry, blessing are those blessings on those who weep today. You'll be laughing. <laughs> That's good news, man. Blessings on you when people hate you and shut you out. And when they slander you and reject your name as if you were evil because of the Son of Man, celebrate on that day. Jump for joy. Don't you see? In heaven, there is a great reward for you. That's what your ancestors did to the prophets. But woe, but woe betide you rich. You've, you've had your comfort. Woe betide you if you're full today you'll go hungry. Woe betide you. I mean, I never even know what that word is. I never use this word. Is it the betide? I don't even know what that is. I'll be honest with you. I, that's the English, these, you know, N.T. Wright, English, you know, they must use that word a lot. We don't use that. Betide. B-E-T-I-D-E, betide. Woe betide you. If you're laughing today, you'll be mourning and weeping. Woe betide you when everyone speaks well of you. That's when your ancestor, that's what your ancestor did to the false prophets. Whoa. Wow. Wow. So when the king comes, he announces these beatitudes, these blessings. So the, the poor, the hungry, the those who are weeping, those whom people hate, blessings are on you. Because what? Because you're on the side of the king. But, but woe, not wow, woe. <laughs> woe to those who are rich. Woe to those who uh, are, have their full, have their fill, who are laughing, who are enjoying um, all that is this world with no perspective on the eternal. Woe to everyone who speaks. You know, you have, everybody's always patting you on the back and telling you how awesome you are and how great you are. Like, be careful because that's what your ancestors did to the false prophets. It's an announcement of the kingdom. Wow. Wow. Well, let's see what N.T. Wright has to say in terms of reflection on these words. I'm going to have to use the word be tied today more. I've never used that word before. I don't think I've ever said that word, be tied. But woe be tied. Hmm. I have a feeling it's not great. Not a great, like, it's not a compliment. Just using it in context, I'm assuming that. Anyway, here's what CS, or, yeah, listen to me, N.T. Wright has to say. Let us imagine 
that you are a school teacher. One day you go out into the school playground where there are dozens of children kicking footballs around. They, they mean, he means soccer balls. <laughs> Another English mistake. It's, it means soccer balls. Which, by the way, we won yesterday. World Cup. We didn't win the whole thing, but we won a match. Anyway, I digress. So you're kicking a, quote, soccer ball around. You go over to where they are and call for them to gather around. Then you begin, slowly but surely, to select 11 of them. You don't need to say a word. Choose your 11 and lead them off somewhere else. Everyone will know what you're doing. You're picking a soccer team, football team. Then suppose you and your team begin to work together to train for the serious games ahead. What are you going to do? You assume they know something of football, something of the rules, but you want to tell them that some things are quite different now. The game has changed. Things you do in the playground aren't the same things you do in the real match. All right, come on now. But it's no good lecturing them for hours about how to play. What they need is three or four things to remember to do and three or four things to remember not to do. Then, in the heat of the moment, these basic guidelines will come back to them and encourage them to stay focused on how best to play the game. what he's saying. So that's what Jesus was doing. Jesus calling 11 people. The Beatitudes is sort of that. It's not, it's not the totality of the kingdom. It's not the totality of how to play this game in the kingdom, how to walk in the spirit, how to live out the uh, kingdom uh, fullness in your life. But it's sort of like these, these quick takeaways. Here's some things you do. Here's some things you don't want to do. The game is different now. Once you follow, start following Jesus, the game is different. You've, you've entered from death to life. You, you're living in this world, but you're not of this world. The kingdom of God is breaking in. It's not just breaking in around you. It's breaking inside of you. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's growing. The kingdom of God and its reality is, is breaking in. So he says, now think what Jesus was doing. They didn't have football teams in his day. And in any case, what, was, what he was doing was far more serious than that. What they did have was a long memory of the time when God called the 12 tribes of Israel, descended from the 12 sons of Jacob, and made them his special people, so that through them he could fulfill the purposes of the whole world. Now Jesus comes, as it were, out onto the playground where all sorts of people were trying out ways of being God's people, some with new rules to obey, some with new schemes for violent revolution, some with support for Herod and his regime, some with proposals for withdrawing into the desert and praying in private, and no doubt others as well. Yeah, everybody had an idea about how we're supposed to be living for God, right? That's what he's pointing out. Back, even, back in the day, it was the same way. You had those who were, uh, you know, thought the hope was in the government, so they were the Herodians. They wanted the, you know, the line of the Herod to, the, to you know, so save them and provide for them. Uh, there were the zealots who thought religious uh, militarism, uh, militant uh, religion was the answer. Uh, you had some who were, you know, thought strict religion was the answer, uh, keeping all the rules. There was all these different competing philosophies and ideas about how to, you know, live out the kingdom or, or usher the kingdom in. And so Jesus shows up on the playground, as it were, and from the people he met, he chooses 12. 
Even if he'd done that without a word, everyone could see what he was doing. He was picking an Israel team. They were to be the nucleus, the center and starting point for what God was now going to do. They were the core of God's renewed Israel. He gave them clear orders as to how his vision of God's work would go forward. Four promises and four warnings presented in terms of Israel's great scriptural codes in the book called Deuteronomy. There were long lists of blessings for those who obeyed the law and curses for those who didn't. These formed part of the charter, the covenant, the binding agreement between God and Israel. Now, with the renewed Israel formed around him, Jesus gives them his own version of the same thing. He's, so Jesus, the, you know, the lawgiver, he, Jesus is the new Moses, right? He's the new lawgiver. He's the, he's the king, and he's coming, and he's giving a, 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 um, the, the law that parallels in many ways to the uh, Deuteronomy. And a radical version it is. It's an upside-down code, or perhaps, Jesus might have said, a right-way-up code. Instead of the upside-down ones people had been following, God is doing something quite new. He is fulfilling His promises at last, and this will mean good news and encouragement for all people who haven't had any for a long time. Hmm. Reminds me of you. Reminds of the Christmas announcement, right? I bring you good tidings of great joy, right? This is good news for people who haven't had any in a long time. For the poor, for the sick, for the hungry, for the uh, persecuted, the king has an announcement, and it's good news. Not good news for the rich. Not good news for the powerful. Not good news for those who who've kind of uh, buddied up <laughs> with this world. But it's really good news for those who've longed after the heart of God, who felt overlooked and left out. The poor, the hungry, those who weep, those who are hated, blessings on them. Now that there's, not that there's anything virtuous about being poor or hungry in itself, but when injustice is reigning, the world will have to be turned once more the right way for God's justice and kingdom to come to birth. Mm. Wow. And that will provoke opposition from people who like things the way they are. Man, come on now. When Jesus, when the king shows up, the idols have to fall, man. And people love to cling to their idols. They love to cling to the things that uh, that give them hope, even if even though they're even if they're false gods. But when the real God shows up, you got to drop the idols. Jesus's message of promise and warning of blessing and curse rang with echoes of the Hebrew prophets of old, and he knew that the reaction would be the same. As Christians, we believe that Jesus began with the call of the Twelve, and the sharp-edged teaching of blessings and curses remains in force today. This is the shape of the kingdom, the kingdom which still, sta which still today turns the world upside down, or perhaps the right way up, as much as it ever did. Here's a reflection question for you today. What are the tasks to which Jesus is calling his church today? What are his promises and warnings for those who will hear his call and follow him? Wow. What a blessing, man, to be um, a citizen of the kingdom. What a responsibility to be a citizen of the kingdom, to be a servant of the king, to be called by King Jesus to go and announce this good news and to live it out 
that blessed, blessed are the poor, the weak, the hurting, the uh, heartbroken, the left out, the mourning. And, uh, and woe, woe be tied <laughs> to the rich, to the uh, oppressor, to um, the one who's laughing. Uh, because the king has announced uh, that things will be set right, that they are being set right. Man, that's the uh, that's the mir miraculous work of Christmas, man. That's the miraculous work of Advent that Jesus came um, to turn the world upside down, or as N.T. Wright so uh, uh, eloquently put it, or um, perhaps to set things upright. Man, that's awesome. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for being on. Sorry about the little glitch there with the uh, with the feed. I don't know what happened there. It just dropped out. Looks like we're back going, and glad you guys are on. Uh, but you know what we do? Uh, we read, we pray, change the world. You know what time it is? Time to pray. Let's do it. Lord, thank you for, uh, for being our king, our sovereign. And we realize that this time of year is a recognition of your coming, a uh, time when you came and set things right. You came to announce the kingdom and to uh, call a people, a team, as it were, that would be a part of that kingdom. Thank you, Lord, that you've invited us to be a part of that. Help us to live it out, Lord. Help us to live out the, uh, the principles and the truth um, of the good news. Lord, help us to love others, to be filled with kindness and grace and mercy. Help us to represent you, King Jesus, uh, properly. And um, during this season, Lord, help us to keep our eyes open for those who are overlooked, left out, forgotten. And may we, in our acts of kindness, in our words of generosity and blessing, uh, be those who help them become aware that they are seen by you, um, that the good news is for them, just like the good news is for us. Lord, thank you for my friends today. May you bless and encourage each one. May you strengthen and, um, and just um, uh, encourage each heart. Thank you, Lord, for all your goodness to us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on today. I hope you have a fantastic Wednesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow, continuing through uh, the Advent readings. And um, thanks for being on today. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next time. Please take time to share it, like it, subscribe, all those good things. Um, really appreciate that. If you're on uh, Apple Music or Spotify or one of them, take a minute to uh, to like it and subscribe. Uh, leave a comment if you get a chance. Appreciate it. All right, you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.